Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. As you can see, we're oh laughing. Oh, Hi, peeps. <laughs> it's been so long it since has. we have actually done a podcast together, together. Yeah. with no other guests. Yeah. I know. We just sat and talked for 45 minutes. We were like, like, wait, we should have taped this. We should have been recording this. Um, Gosh, we were, so this morning we had a guest scheduled and unfortunately she wasn't feeling well. And so I told Phyllis, should we just go ahead and record anyway? And normally we have like some sort of like plan. Yeah. But Phyllis came up with this great idea, thoughts in our head. And so. (laughs) Which could be really really dangerous. (laughs) So uh, we're just going to have like this honest conversation. It, you know, it has been a, a minute, crazy, <laughs> like six, seven months that yeah. it has just been, we've been on like this treadmill of yeah. finding. We actually had to go to lunch one day and say, can we work on our friendship? Mm-hmm. Because all we've been doing is working. Yeah together on projects yeah. which has been fun awesome. and fun but we don't get to nurture our friendship so tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow night we, we get, get to have dinner, dinner with our hubbies I know I know so I'm That's super excited about that because yeah. you know I do feel like when Phyllis Phyllis and I became friends like what's 14 years ago 15 years ago and when we became friends we were friends but then when we started the podcast it became this business baby and well, it wasn't supposed to be a business but <laughs> apparently it's turned into to something so like a business. many things well so let's start there because thoughts in our head yeah we started this little tiny podcast and it has grown to we're um, almost at 20,000 20,000 listeners and we love you guys by the way and we are thank so appreciative you. that thank you actually want please, to hear thank you and tell your friends <laughs> anything you, you you really want to hear what we have to say yeah you really like us well you know what i just this has been therapeutic for me this mm-hmm. podcast has been super therapeutic and it really has propelled me to finding certain things. Yeah. And I think that's what I was going to say yeah. is we started with the podcast and then all of a sudden these other opportunities started popping up. Mm-hmm. And then um, the one thing that's been the biggest thing in our lives is Freedom Academy yeah. and yeah. Freedom Movement. Yeah. And we've both become ambassadors mm-hmm. for Freedom Movement, which is so amazing. I know. And um, and from there, that's just opened up because we've been doing our own story work and mm-hmm. working on ourselves. And, you know, we're a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> we're just a hot mess in a bag. Like, we still have moments of just uh, things that come back that yeah. trigger us, that stuff that's happening that we weren't expecting this year right. that have knocked us on our butts. Yeah. And yet, um, because we have tools now to just take a breath and kind of try to see things in a way where we don't 
flip upside down. Right. Although if we get to that point, we just call each other and yeah. cry on each other's shoulders. And we're just like, having a freak out day today. Let me just cry. Cry it out or scream it out. And that's been nice because I think even for us, it's made our friendship grow deeper, mm-hmm. if that's even possible. Yeah, I knew, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, we, we interviewed uh, Riley and Eric the other day. Yeah. And I loved seeing their friendship um, because... You they're know, he, the male version yeah, the of ma- us. They're basically the male version of us, yes. And it, it was funny because I think Eric had said something about, like, him and Riley have had to have tough conversations yeah. at times and that it's only deepened their relationship. And so, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? And sometimes when that sharpening is happening, there are sparks that fly, and it's not mm. always comfortable to have conversations that are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been almost two years ago. It was two years ago that Phyllis and I... We had a legit blowout, you guys, mm-hmm. like crying. Phyllis she made was, me cry, I, and I don't cry. <laughs> I so made her mad cry. at you. So mean. <laughs> um, you know, and it was a really honest conversation, <clears throat> but after that, it was almost like we could talk to each other about anything. And we can call each other out now. Yeah. That's the thing. So here's the thing with friendships is like, it's great when it's great, mm-hmm. and you both agree on everything, yeah. and it's so awesome, awesome, and we're just best friends. But as soon as you disagree with something and you can be honest with that, sometimes that like burns the other person, yeah. right? But they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So we, you said something. I did. And then it was just like this blowout. Yeah. And then we both like had these emotions that came out. Mm-hmm. And then there was, amazingly enough, behind that, there was hurts from like, there was stuff I was dealing with that I wasn't dealing right. or telling you about. Right. And that's why I was like doing these other things. Right. It was just this whole honest conversation. And now I feel like when those things get to mm-hmm. that place, it's, it's either we can say like, wait, 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 let me like, listen to me. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean. And yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Because we can be honest in that thing. And I think we're both at a place where we can disagree with, like, we don't have to be on the same page, Mm -hmm. but I hear what you're saying. I may not agree with all of it, but I hear what you're saying and I respect that. Mm -hmm. That, that to me is gold of where we've come from two years ago. Right. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, what's, what's interesting is that I, you know, you guys hear me say this all the time, but I'm a timeline girl. And so... Right before Phyllis and I had had that big blowout, she had actually gone to Academy. And so I think there was a lot of stuff that was starting to mm-hmm. rear its head mm-hmm. and it was, it was projecting and, and it was, and she was processing it yet. I didn't know how to hold that for her because yeah. I didn't have the tools to do it. Yeah. And I think that once you kind of learn like, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to get myself better. Like I need to, I knew that I always, I've always been the kind of person that's been like, did I do that wrong? Like I'm very introspective in that way, but I feel like over the last year and a half, I'm even more that way now. Like now I really want to take accountability for the things that I've done and be like, man, Rhonda, you can do that better next time. And it's, and it's okay. I was listening to this podcast and this therapist was talking about how sometimes when she goes and does these retreats where it's heavy trauma and, you know, they're doing all this story work and she'll come home and her husband will have done everything perfect, but she finds the one thing. And she goes, I would often find myself in my high heels cleaning the toilet mm-hmm. 
And then I looked, didn't do it right. Didn't do it right. And, yeah. I, and, and don't I, we all do that? Yes. And and the thing that hit me so so much was that not the fact that um, you know she had that reaction, but the fact that she is this therapist yeah. who is coaching other people yeah. on how to be better. Yet she's still dealing with her own issues, and she admitted she goes, "I'm getting better at it." Yeah. She goes about about better about being that way, but it's like the reentry, like when mm-hmm. you have to reenter something. Like, how do you do that well? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just a learning process. And so, I don't think we've ever. I don't think we'll ever all arrive at right. You know, I'm healed. <clears throat> well, that's what I was going to say. Is I think it has. So you made a good point. She's a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. But we're coaches, but coaches mm-hmm. need coaches. Mm-hmm. We need therapists. We need help. And that's what, um, you know, for people who haven't heard us talk about Freedom Academy or don't know what it is, that is what it is. Like mm-hmm. we, Carrie has, um, a Facebook page, Courageous and Free for mm-hmm. Women. It has a thousand members on mm-hmm. it. They don't all talk. I think a lot of them watch right. and see, but the thing is, is like, you can still be a coach. You can still mm-hmm. be a therapist. You can still be a doctor. You can still be a nurse, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. And you still have to keep learning. Mm-hmm. This is the thing that I'm, I've am i learned from being a part of that group is that we haven't arrived. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we're not qualified right. to help other people, too. It just means that we're improving on ourselves so that then we can help right. other people in a um, positive and um, in a way that is respectful. Because right. if we're just saying oh, well, this is my opinion, and I'm right, and mm-hmm. this is how it is, and then we go and we want to coach someone else, we're really just w- working off of our own stuff, right? right? And so that's what I think is so great is over the last couple of years is you and I have done, like, so much. Like, I feel like the way we talk to each other and to others mm-hmm. is so different than who we were two years ago. Yeah, and I think it's a practice, too, like, when you start to really – um, as we call it, like holding space. And that basically, for those of you that don't kind of understand that wording, it's just holding somebody's heart mm-hmm. and understanding like it doesn't need to be fixed or it doesn't right. need to be solved. It just needs to be they held. just need to be heard. heard. And, and you know, it's <clears> funny because this morning I got a text from my wonderful little, our little friend, Victoria. Why is call her my little friend? I know. My, my, I little, friend my, little, my little friend, Victoria. She's Vicky. Vic to me. She's Vic. I love her so much. <laughs> Super and Vic. She was telling me a little bit of a struggle she was having. And she goes, you know, Rhonda, I would have normally just have, you know, dealt with it myself. And she goes, but instead I have these people, these safe people that I can reach out to when I'm feeling a certain way. And Mm -hmm. I, I give an applause because that is so much growth to be able to be like, no, that's what I used Used to to do, do. Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think you know, we'll have moments where, yeah, we go backwards a little bit. And there are moments that, you know, I would love to just stay in bed and cry, Mm -hmm. but I know where I can go now because I think Mm -hmm. community is really important. And also if you want to stay in bed Mm -hmm. and cry, allow your body to do that. Like allow that for yourself. Don't feel bad about that, but also know that um, it's like I always have my 24-hour rule. You get your pity party right. for 24 exactly. hours. And then that's it. Like, yeah. okay, girl, get up the next mm-hmm. day. Like, um, we had a huge busy weekend this last weekend. And um, Monday, Dominique and I tried working. And I could tell on her face, like, she was exhausted. I was exhausted. And um, we just said, that's it. We're taking a mental, mental health, health day. day. And uh, 
and yes, I am that mom that did that for my kids when they were in school. I could see on their face, you know, that it was just too much. And mentally, I think if anything, last year taught that mentally there's only so much you can Mm -hmm. hold. And so I would just, you know, tell my girls, I'm calling you in sick for school and you're going to stay in your pajamas. And so Monday I could see it on Dom's face and I was feeling it. And so I said, yeah, we're just going to rest for yeah. the rest of the day. Like we're not doing any work. Yeah. We we um, had taped like a cooking show and did some other stuff and we just were hanging by a string. Yeah. And there just comes a point where you it's okay to say, just give me a break. Yeah, I think that's the other thing I've learned um, through being part of Freedom Movement and Academy was boundaries. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about that, I think, a couple times, a couple episodes back where I've just learned to be okay with saying no and not feeling like I have to do something yeah. because it's required of me or people expect it of me, you know, quite often if I'm mentally exhausted in the past, I would have just kept going. Mm. Whereas now I can't, I was telling Phyllis before we got on this, I just got, I'm reading this book by John Eldridge. It's called get your life back. It's an amazing book. He talks just about how our bodies require pause Mm -hmm. and how we need to just take time to breathe. And, And he had said, you know, he would come home and he'd sit in his driveway and he would be like, oh, you know, like it's like round two, right? And yeah. If you, and if you're a young, if you're a young mom, it so feels like that. It feels like you don't ever get a timeout. And even when you're trying to get a timeout and you're even trying to go to the bathroom, you've got little fingers <laughs> under the door. Banging on Where the door. are you, mom? Hi. You know, and he said, just pausing for one minute makes such a difference. So he created, I'm going to challenge you guys. If you get a chance, it's a free app, go on to um, your app store. It's called the one minute pause. Mm-hmm. And it seems so ridiculous, like to pause for one minute, but see how hard it is mm-hmm. to pause for one minute. Mm-hmm. And now I've been doing it for probably, I think almost two weeks and I'm up to, I'm up to five minutes, people. Whoa! And it's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing though. And I've found what I found over the last two weeks by just doing this is before I go from one place to another, what I'm doing is I'm putting on that pause. So if I get out mm-hmm. of the meeting. As soon as I get out of that meeting, I do my one minute pause to reset my brain. And so I can go again. That's good. And it has been life changing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just encourage you to really like try and spend a minute just being quiet. Yeah. It's so important. That's really good. And then I'm doing a book club with my sensitive and strong group Mm -hmm. um, that Sherry Gregory does. And they decided to do the book Boundaries, boundaries. which I was so excited because it's one of the lessons that Mm -hmm. I teach in my coaching. And um, I thought, yeah, I really want to go back and really Mm -hmm. dig into that book. So I didn't know they had a workbook for it, too. And so we've been doing that for the last, I want to say, three weeks. And one of the things with Boundaries that became really clear to me is like a lot of times when people think of boundaries, they think of like a big solid wall. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like a big no, but boundaries is actually, they, they talk about having, having a fence Mm -hmm. with a gate Mm -hmm. and who do you let in and who do you keep out? It's your property line. Mm -hmm. I loved when they talked about that because I think that's the other thing that wears you out is that when you are a yes person or a people pleaser, mm-hmm. you're letting everybody come through your gate. Yeah. Like there's no boundary line. There's no property line. You're not saying, no, 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 you can't come into my property line. And it's the one thing that 
I had done uh, while my mom was alive was really having that gate to say, like, I can meet you outside the gate, but you can't come into Mm -hmm. this property line because we're creating something new. And um, if I could teach anyone that, that's the most important thing that I teach them is that boundaries are meant to be healthy for Mm -hmm. you. They're not meant as a divisive thing that is supposed to hurt someone. It's a truth teller Mm -hmm. because you can't let toxic people into your life and just be okay with that if you want to change the way your life is going to be moving forward. So I, you know, I just think like, this last couple of years, like we've just been digging into all of these yeah. different pathways of learning more so that we can be better coaches for other people and that we can have mm-hmm. better friendships because of it. Um, we can be better parents. Yeah. You know, all of that. Yeah. And I think the more you like really try and learn um, for me, like, story work and trauma is something I'm, I've become so passionate about. Mm -hmm. And now I'm able to even recognize it even more like when doing business coaching, realizing that when you're a kid, a lot of stuff that happens to you there really does take on Mm -hmm. something in your adult life. And as much as we want to separate personal and professional, it really is it, it personal and professional growth development is something that's just intertwined. There's just no way around it. And I think so many um, corporate businesses and those kinds of things think, well, no, that's professional life. This is personal life. Right. But it, do, it doesn't work that thing. way. Yeah. And the now, reason you do things you do yes. is because of and your reason, childhood. Yeah. And the reason why you might react in a, in a certain manner mm-hmm. during a very stressful situation mm-hmm. is because of that. And so I think a lot of like employees don't have tools on how to deal with certain things in the workplace. And I'm so guilty of it. And I think I shared the story like a a few years ago, but a few years ago I had this incident that came up at work and I got very defensive and I was really upset and it wasn't my fault and it was everybody else's fault, even though I, you know, and it was just like, it was ugly to be really quite honest. Mm -hmm. Like, and I remember my boss telling me like, Rhonda, like, yeah, you're right. But why does it matter? Yeah. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And it was like, literally that was what propelled me to start really digging in deeper Mm. into like what was going on with me. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that moment because I listened to him and I heard him, I heard him say, I, you're a good person, but I see this little thing in you that Mm. is, it's holding you back. Mm. And he didn't even, that's not even the way he said it, but the way, the way it came across to Mm. me was that way. And so, because in the, in the process of him agreeing with you, Mm -hmm. he was also asking you, right. What is it about you that you have, that everyone in the room Mm -hmm. has to know that you, what you said was right. 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 What is that about you? That's such a Mm -hmm. great thing to bring that around, to be like, I'm agreeing with you, but why is it so important? Why does it really matter to you? And so that was such a pivotal part of my growth. And, you know, I, I often have people say like, oh, well, you know, this person's toxic or that person's toxic or whatever. And I'm like, we're all toxic. We, yeah, (laughs) like, you know, and you know what, actually, if you're toxic, if you're not growing, like if you're just staying stagnant and like doing the same, it's my way Mm -hmm. or the highway. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's a toxic behavior. It just is. Well, I'm getting ready to 
do a workshop in sensitive and strong and it's about like hurts and and things and one of the things we're talking about is the generational dysfunction Mm -hmm. and the first thing i tell them is that you can't change generational dysfunction until you change the dysfunction in you Mm -hmm. so if so what i tell them is like there's these things that we do because that's the way we were raised right Mm -hmm. and we say well, that's just the way we've always been raised. That's just how we always do it. Mm-hmm. But you never question if that was the right way to right. do it or not. Right. And so it becomes your normal. Mm-hmm. But that's not normal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to do with the mind shift with them is like, if it's something that is derogatory or it's something that is divisive, then maybe you weren't taught the right way. Maybe right. you need to like question that and really dig a little bit deeper. So I'm really about going back in time to see yeah. where your parents and grandparents came from to mm-hmm. see where did those habits come from. And mm-hmm. then moving forward, you can decide what you want your family to look like. Some of those habits are great and you might want to carry those on and those would be traditions. Mm-hmm. But some of those things are traditional for really bad reasons. Right. right. So yeah, no. People I, get stuck in those those kind of um, habits, mm-hmm. you know, and they think that that's well, that's how my mom did it. That's right. how my dad did it. Yeah, and they're, they're bad habits. They're not. Yeah, I mean, they don't question healthy, it. There's healthy habits and there's bad habits, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that just when you are able to really finding like freedom is when you're able to sit back and be like. Yeah, I did that wrong, but yeah. tomorrow I'm going to do it better. Yeah. And there, you know, there's, I don't think there's any recipe for I'm, I'm healed or I'm recovered or I'm, if I you think have it, can you give yeah, it to can me? You, if please. you do give us a call, like we'd like please to know DM us because yes. I need help. <laughs> no. And you know, I mean, even with therapy, like for me, I, you know, have gone to a therapist for a really long time. And then there's periods in my life where I don't, I don't feel like I need my therapist. And then I don't see him for a while and then I go back to him, you know, so it's, it's, it's not like you have to, you know, constantly be in therapy, but I think sometimes people think, well, I went to therapy and it didn't work. I went twice. Yeah. I went to therapy. It didn't didn't work. work. (laughs) And I'm like, did it not work? Or did you just not listen because you wanted to hear what was, what was good for you? Like, cause I, I like a therapist who's going to tell me and give me like tools and resources and say, you know, Rhonda, you probably did that wrong. Yeah. So you might want to think about that. And here's some tools and, and resources to kind of read up on. I want a therapist that looks at me and makes me cry. <laughs> oh my God. So that then I can say, okay, I'm, oh now, let's, okay, I'm, I'm ready, ready now. Okay, I'm ready now. Tell me what's going but on. But you have to be ready. You have to. Totally. You have to be at your and place And it's the surrender. one thing that was the most uncomfortable thing. It's still the worst thing. I hate when they, they'll ask you a question. and Or even like when we do Bible studies. Yeah. And it's like, so how do you feel about this? And I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go that deep. I don't know. I'm not answering that question. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable for me. And it's something I've had to push through because um, my whole life is about being so strong and shoving everything mm-hmm. down and not talking about it and not showing emotion. I mean, I'm a truck driver's daughter. Yeah. It's like, toughen up, get over it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dad. And so, yeah, it's just been so hard to be that weepy little girl and Carrie Scott Garcia makes me cry every time she asks me a question. I'm like, stop it. I was really happy before I got on this phone call. Um, but it just really challenges me. I feel like now there's things I could talk about. Whereas before I thought I was okay. And then Mm -hmm. as soon as I would start talking about something 
from the past or something with Triggers. my mom. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was just a hot mess. And I thought, I, I just kept thinking, I wrote a book, I'm fine. Like, right. why, why am I still feeling like this? Yeah. yeah. And there were just those little tiny things. And that's the place where I think, you know, people think like, oh, if you write a book or if you're a mm-hmm. top coach or if you're this or that, or mm-hmm. you put a title on it, right? right? That you've got it all together. And, and sometimes I felt like that too. It was like, okay, I'm good now. Like mm-hmm. I went through the hard part right. of like writing this out and pouring it out and throwing it out in the public. But there were these, still these things that I hadn't thought about that I was called out on. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's still work to be done. Yeah. <laughs> when does this end? And mm-hmm. I figured out never, you still keep digging through. You still keep, it doesn't, we're not saying like you have to be weepy and sad about it. It's that you dig through you find some of those little nuggets that move you and propel you to a better place yeah. so that you do feel more confident. You do feel a little more healed. Mm-hmm. You feel a little more stable right? because you understand it a mm-hmm. little bit more. And you're not this person that is like, I'm a know-it-all or I'm a nobody. You're right. somewhere in the middle, right? You kind yeah. of like, okay, so this life is hard. There's some hard things. I don't know everything, but you know what? I'm gathering the tools so that if somebody, if I'm ahead of the curve of the person that comes up and asks me for help, I can come alongside them and be like, okay, so let's walk through this together. Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit more confident than the person at the beginning of their journey. Right. And I think too, like you, you kind of, you see different seasons bring up different triggers, like talking about triggers. And so Sometimes you think, well, I've worked through that, but then you'll walk through a season of whatever it is, you know, and you're like, why do I feel this way? And you don't even realize that this, this trigger, I was telling Phyllis a story. So I have my mentor, um, she is a CEO, COO for my company. And she was telling this story about Dusty and Rusty, these two little boys that yeah. like used to like bully her at school when she lived in Texas. And she was raised by a father. Should have been bullied with those names. <laughs> right? Dusty and Rusty. <laughs> Wrong with you. Sorry, people. that was me. <laughs> um, she was saying that she went to her dad. She was raised by her father. Her mother yeah. was in, in her life. And her dad told her kind of like what your dad said, yeah. like, buck up, buttercup, yeah. you know, just you're fine. And then she confided in this teacher and the teacher was like, well, that's because, you know, they tease you because you always have the right answers and you're always the you're first to smart. raise your So you're too smart. So she told this story about mm. how when she got the title of COO, that it was hard for her to actually like be like. Hey, like this is my new title, and celebrate yeah. it, and I think and own it, and yeah, and own. Like, she, she earned that. For that, yeah, right? yeah. And I, it's just so funny because that's what I mean by yeah. like what happens in our childhood. Yeah. The fact that, and as she's speaking it, I was like chuckling in my head, thinking, "Girl, you just you just did story work right there," you yeah. know, because all of those things that she had like been told when she was little right. w- reflected into her it matters. and it yeah. does matter. And we were talking about that. And I said, how many people are in these CEO, CEO positions mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever top notch things. Mm-hmm. The reason behind why they do that mm-hmm. is because sometimes not always, but sometimes people have told them that they're nothing mm-hmm. and they're never going to be anything. And so they go, Oh, I'll prove you yeah, wrong. Prove it. But mm-hmm. are you doing that job? because you love it or are you doing it Mm -hmm. to prove someone else wrong and that's a bigger question to ask is like why are you doing what you're doing and Mm -hmm. pushing yourself so hard because you matter just as much if you're a dishwasher versus a ceo if your heart and your 
tenacity to like live a full life is in the right place, then, you know, you're great. Like you don't need to be like title, title, title. Right. And that's something I had to learn because for so long I was like, I'm unqualified. I'm unqualified. Mm -hmm. I don't have an education. I'm not smart. And then I'm like, I'm smart. Right. I'm totally smart. I'm smart in a different way. I, my emotional IQ, I'm a brilliant person. (laughs) My educational IQ, not so good, but no, but I, but but I don't even think so. It's not even that. Oh my gosh. I just like to tease myself. (laughs) She's really smart people. Well, what's funny that you say that is Jason had, my husband had met with his parents and I'll tell this last story and then we're going to say goodbye to you guys. But, um, he, this, these are thoughts, these in, our are thoughts in our head. This is, this is like really how our conversations are totally. like in real life. So my husband had seen his parents and they gave him this envelope. And when he opened up the envelope, it was just, it was like his assessment and of, in high school, it was his senior assessment. And you guys like, it made me want to cry because these teachers basically were like, well, you know, Jason has a lot of energy, but he's a really bad student and he probably won't do this and he probably won't do that. And I looked at him and I go, do you realize how much you've accomplished like mm-hmm. in life? And these teachers mm-hmm. told you that you would never labels. Yeah. You mm-hmm. would never amount to anything. And that's why I love Jay. I know that's He's my guy. He is. I know. <laughs> and I am really proud of him because he was nominated to be vice president of rotary. So here's this guy, right? That yeah. the teachers on never paper gonna amount to told anything. him yeah. he's too hyperactive. Oh, yeah, like he can't, he can't yeah. do that. He's yeah. probably not going to, he should probably go to community college <laughs> And not, you know, and maybe that'll work for him. And it's just cracks me up because it's like we allow people to dictate mm-hmm. what, what we can what we can do. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. that's like the message, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Like, yeah. don't and let one, people one dictate. gentleman yes. that may be listening, <laughs> Riley and Eric. Yeah. Are you guys listening? And my husband, Jason, <laughs> and Phyllis's I, husband. Mike. I, my husband doesn't listen. He's, he's horrible. He's I'm dead. all. Did you hear my podcast? He goes. Oh, no. But I heard this really other good one. It was a business. So I'm like, oh, get out. <laughs> get out of my house. It's because he's tired of hearing our voices all the time. He's like, I don't need to hear you like, people. Oh, my God. I listen to you all day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But no, you guys, like, seriously, I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And don't let the enemy come in and rob you from what he has for your future. And so that is what I want to leave you with today. Any last parting words, Phyllis Mantelli? I wholeheartedly agree. I say ditto. Ditto. And yes, I know that you and I come from very different backgrounds and you and I have accomplished so much even in the last two years. And Mm -hmm. God has completely shown us how we are worthy and we are needed and wanted in this world just like you guys are and so i never want you guys to think anything less of yourself and don't play victim go out there and like conquer the world yeah you can do it yeah well we love you guys and thanks for joining us today and don't forget to follow subscribe like and share and join our facebook group 24 karat conversations and until next time sparkle on bye peace bye